This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Welcome to the Masculine Journey. We are very glad to have you with us today. And, and first, I need to start out by saying I left last week's episode a little prematurely, actually. We, uh, we were talking about disruption, dismantling, healing, and restoring. And I, I made the point that we're going to be talking about healing and restoring. And as soon as the show got done, Darren, you said... This is going to be a four-episode show. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a four-episode show. And so last week we talked about disruption, and if you didn't tune in last week, you can go back and listen to the podcast at masculinejourney.org. But Darren, can you help us understand this whole concept of disrupting, dismantling, healing, and restoring? Yeah, and last week we talked about it, that, that God's always in this process. It's a process. He's always enticing us into something and that enticement leads usually to some sort of disruption. You know, it doesn't come exactly perfectly like we think it's going to. And there's there's some little disruption. And that disruption is so that he can do some dismantling or that we can do some dismantling with his help. And then we can move on to some healing and then some restoring. And so tonight... Today, we're going to be talking mostly about this dismantling process. It's probably the most important one. It's it's the hardest. Yeah, I think last week we, we thought we were going to talk about dismantling, but we spent the whole time on disruption. Yeah, well, we got disrupted. We did get disrupted. And I think that's the easiest <laughs> for people to understand is that whole topic of disruption, isn't it, Robbie? Because everybody deals with it. Right. The best laid plans. Exactly. Right. <laughs> you just Does anyone's life turn out the way you think it was going to? Yeah, it's a great question to ask. When you get around a bunch of group of guys, just say, hey, is everybody's life just working out perfectly like everybody talks about at church? Yeah. And, <laughs> and the no. answer would be no. No, it's and not. Yes. And if they say yes, then that's your liar. You can move on. <laughs> They're ready for just dismantling yeah. and disruption. And we got a clip on liars, but we'll, we'll save that for after the show. Yeah, we will. Now, you almost heard some of our pre-show. We were talking right up to the beginning of our intro here. Right. But we, are, we do have exciting news. We're going to be doing something for the first time ever after the show. Yeah. So, uh, Darren, it was your idea. Do you want to talk about it? Well, I just, you know, I got to thinking about the fact that we usually lead into a good conversation on the show, and then after the show, we usually follow that up with some really deep, cool stuff. And so I asked the guys a, a few weeks ago if, if we wanted to consider having an after-the-show show. show. Mm -hmm. So basically a, a – a tag-along podcast it'll just be you know the next in the episode but in essence you're going to get two podcasts a week if you're listening to the podcast if you're on the radio you won't hear hear the after the show show unless you go download the podcast right and we're going to call it after hours with masculine journey or something along those lines yeah we're still working through so we're going to do our first one after the show today mm -hmm. right and so if you're excited about what you hear in the show Go download the, the podcast for the second one if you heard it on the radio here locally. Yeah. yeah the, but there'll be clips that you don't get to hear on the regular broadcast. And it, and it will be available right after the live show. Yeah, and, and it's going to talk into more depth on some of our stories more than likely. And that's probably my favorite part uh, on the week that we when we do the show is 
is a show. I love the show, obviously, that we do, but the pre and the post where we really talk about our lives with mm-hmm. each other, right? That's for us is where a lot of that stuff really comes to fruition. Mm-hmm. As we, we get into a little bit deeper than we're able to go in the half hour that we have on the air. Right. So, Robbie, you have the first clip on dismantling. Right. Right. So before we get to that, Darren, can you give us a definition of dismantling? Well, yeah. In a book that I read a number of years ago called The Broken Image by Leanne Payne, she talks about this whole idea that basically what we've really lost in the world, and you've heard that from us a lot, that that we've lost something and Jesus came to get back all that we've lost. Well, two of the most important things we've lost is our image of Jesus and our image of ourself. And so Leanne Payne describes it this way. She says that we're born lonely and we try to fit in, to be the kind of person that will cause others to like us, craving and needing very much the affirmation of others. We compromise, we put on any face or many faces. We do even those things we do not like to do in order to fit in. We are bent towards the creature attempting to find our identity in him slowly and compulsively the false self closes its hard brittle shell around us and our loneliness remains and so when we talk about this idea of dismantling what we're saying is that god is cracking that hard shell of the false self and he's trying to strip away that shell because he knows that the real us is inside that shell and it wants to come out we want to come out we want to have intimacy with him we don't want the mask to have intimacy with him or the shell to have intimacy with him we want that for our heart and so god is in essence cracking that outer shell when he's dismantling moving things out of the way so that we can get to the intimacy we seek and there's all sorts of types of dismantling that we can talk about it can be this relational dismantling it can be financial, it can be professional, there's lots of ways, and, and God's constantly at work in our life doing some sort of dismantling, right? Right, or helping us through dismantling. And so, you know, that that's part of it is getting away from that false self, but maybe I am trying to live in authentic, authenticity with God, mm-hmm. but I still could have dismantling that needs to happen. Oh, yeah. Right, because we're not perfect creatures. You especially, Sam. Oh, I got a boatload. I mean, I'm yeah. pretty, I'm pretty <laughs> yeah. good over here on this corner of the yeah. table, but... Yeah, there's a whole mantle of dismantling that needs to be done back here. <laughs> yeah, a whole shelf of it. So, so Robbie, on to dismantling in your favorite movie series. Oh, ever. there you go. Yeah, yeah. No, it is your favorite series. And it I is. love the first, the second, third, fourth, three, whatever it was <laughs> of the series, however they classified that. Well, it, it, it is a cool way for those of us who lived over a number of decades to watch somebody's life gets dismantled time and time and time again and in this case it you know it's the star wars series and we are following the life of luke skywalker who gets dismantled and interestingly because you know the god character in his world is yoda and yoda is quite often dismantling him and you find through these I have a series of clip and clips, and you'll hear Yoda speaking to him when he was a young man, and then you'll hear a little Star Wars music, which I know you guys love, that's just a transition to the second to the last movie. And, and if you really think about what I think most people know about Luke Skywalker is he's sort of a loner, mm-hmm. right? He He isolates on the drop of a hat, and he looks like he's going to be you know, go become this super Jedi, but what he's really trying to do, 
<laughs> is get into that orphan spirit and he's creating this hard shell over himself of a so-called quote unquote Jedi and rather than looking at what is actually in his world relationally. And so we hear Yoda speak into that and then very cool decades later for those of us, you know, this is years and years and years later, he is still getting dismantled. And he's being dismantled because now he's isolated on this place and he's gone back deep into the Jedi religion as his answer, which Yoda is like, no, look around. You, you have isolated yourself and, and you've pulled back. Your failures are really what it is that you now offer as a sage. This is, this is what you can now help with is because you've had an opportunity to share your failures. Failures. Is what a long time have I watched. All his life as he looked away to the future, to the horizon, ever his mind on where he was, hmm? what he was doing. Hmm. You are reckless. So was I, if you remember. So it is time. The Jedi ordered a hand. Time it is. For you to look past a pile of old books. The sacred Jedi texts. Oh. Read them, have you? Well, I page turners. They were not. Yes, yes, yes. Wisdom they held, but that library contained nothing that the girl Ray does not already possess. Skywalker. Still looking to the horizon. Here, here. Now. The need in front of your nose. I was weak. Unwise. Lost Ben Solo. Robbie, I like to give you a hard time. That is a really, really good clip. It really is because it talks so much in there about just perspective of what failure brings, right? And how much we can learn from it. But right. You, you chose I, that clip because it spoke to your heart. It spoke to my heart, but in also, I guess, because I'm a little bit older, I've had a chance to have epic failure. I mean, just to really like off the high rope, you know, just souflex slammed into the mat, you know, like lose everything financially lose everything in relationships in a ministry i've had a chance to experience some of those failures and what a gift if we look back on it that turns out to be that you can see especially in relationship even if you just take this example luke's relationship with yoda is priceless 
I mean, he, he may have lost, you know, Ben, and he, he thinks he did. And there's so many things that you could say, but what he still had is relationship. And when you get slung off the high rope, and when you find yourself down on the mat with your nose literally in the dirt, you realize Jesus is right there with you. And you get receive a level of comfort you've never had before. In my case, I was lucky enough to have my wife still with me. And in some cases, they're friends when things were still, you know, crashing around me. But what a cool thing to be able to now share with people as I see them experiencing similar failures. And, you know, failure in and of itself is truly a gift. It is. It is. And I think when we come back, I want to talk a little bit with you guys about can we keep from being dismantled? You know, can we say, hey, I'm not going to allow myself to be dismantled? And then maybe yes, maybe no, but I want to come back and talk about that. And also a little bit more of our stories about being dismantled. And then also how it impacts the community when you do allow yourself to be dismantled. We go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org or actually just MasculineJourneyORG to register for the boot camp coming up next month. Oh, and it's cold outside and you get out of the shower and your towel won't dry you off. Oh, (laughs) it makes you feel like you might need to throw in the towel. (laughs) Well, go ahead. We got something better for you. My pillow towels. I mean, some bath towels just don't absorb water. Others, you know, you feel like you're drying off with sandpaper. About 20 years ago, the textile manufacturers came up with a not so brilliant idea to make towels softer by adding chemicals. Great idea, but one problem. The towels won't dry you off. My pillow is changing back to the better days when towels actually worked. This is Southern Cotton from the USA. 60-day money-back guarantee. Colors to match any bathroom. White, mineral gray, stone, ocean blue, royal purple, and more. If you order right now, you get 30% off a set. Two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Call 800-943-7096. Use promo code CARGUY. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to facebook.com where you can click the donate button. Or you can go to masculinejourneyradio.org. Once again, look for the donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to... P.O. Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. I am William Wallace. You've come to fight as free men. And free men you are. What will you do without freedom? Find out from Jesus what you will do with that freedom. A four-day adventure with God. It's a Masculine Journey Radio Boot Camp. Boot Camp is designed to give men permission to be what God designed them to be. Passionate warriors for the kingdom. Coming this April, April 2nd through the 5th. Register now at MasculineJourney.org. So what in the world could that bump in have to do with our topic? Because well, God's shaking it up. He does. He does. He shakes up our life. And, and when we left, we were talking about, can we, in a sense, refuse to be dismantled? Now, Darren, I'd, I'd ask that question, and you had a response to it, but, but can somebody refuse to be dismantled? I think Pharaoh refused to be dismantled. 
Um, Saul refused to be dismantled. There are lots of examples of Scripture of God dismantling people or attempting it and them refusing. Mm -hmm. And it never turns out well for them or their community. So, yeah, I believe you can say, no, God, I refuse to to be dismantled. And, And God gives you the dignity of causation and so he will allow you to stay right where you're at if if you ultimately want to but he knows what you want even more than you do and so you might be sitting there arguing saying i don't want to be dismantled i don't want to be dismantled but he knows your heart really does and so the dismantling may go ahead and continue in your case yeah and and he needs he knows what your heart needs at the end of the day when you don't most of the time now we can't avoid disruption Right, that's called life, and that's going to happen to us. But you know, aside from scripture, what we often see is people as they get older, if they don't allow themselves to learn and grow, in other words, be dismantled, they become bitter, hardened mm-hmm. to your point, right? And so, there is that option, but then you also miss out on the healing, the restoration, and all the great things that God has in store for you. And so, what about the impact that a community it might impact? And I want to go ahead and get to a clip because it's going to be eventually, initially about a person. When we come back and we talk about this movie, it really, his dismantling impacted the community that he lived in. And so this is from the movie Secondhand Lions. And then the scene, you have uh, Hub McKeon, who's one of the uncles to Walter. And I can't remember the brother's name. Do you guys remember the brother in the movie? Anyway, it's, it's the other guy that talks in the movie. But uh, Hub's just come out of the hospital they think he's going to have to go home. He decides to go get barbecue. And he's there getting barbecue, and they're having a conversation about what's really bothering him. And right away, the dismantling starts as soon as he gets out what's bothering him. I want to listen to it, and we'll come back and talk about it. Brother, someday you're going to have to start acting your age. All your life, you've never been frightened of anything. So what's eating at you now? Getting old? Dying? No. What then? Being useless. When we were young, there was always a reason, there's a point. Things made sense. Now there's no point to anything. So what do we do? We garden. We outlived our time, brother. Oh man, how's that barbecue? Give me some. We're busy before we get lost, all right? <laughs> what did you say? Here's a perfect example of what I've been talking about. Been given everything but discipline. And now his idea of courage and manhood is to get together with a bunch of punk friends and ride around irritating folks too good natured to put a stop to it. Hey, who do you think you are, huh? Just dumb kid, huh? Don't kill him. Right. <laughs> Hub McCann. I fought in two world wars and countless smaller ones on three continents. I led thousands of men into battle with everything from horses and swords to artillery and tanks. I've seen the headwaters of the Nile and tribes the natives no white man had ever seen before. I've won and lost a dozen fortunes, killed many men, and loved only one woman with a passion a flea like you could never begin to understand. That's who I am. 
the uh, the other brother's Garth. It took me a minute to think of <laughs> Uncle Garth. And so, of course it is. It's Garth and Hub. <laughs> right? But, Rodney, you've seen this movie. Yeah. Uh, now, there's some dismantling that's immediate that's happening right here. You know, Hub says, hey, I'm useless. And all of a sudden, you know, God shows up and says, no, you're not useless. I'm going to remind you of who you are. But that's not the sum total dismantling that happens through the movie for him, is it? Well, that's the hard part here is always I'm trying to struggle between what's just a disruption and what's a dismantle, right? Mm -hmm. Because the disruption I see quickly, it's the dismantling that I think we see in hindsight, and that's what we fight and fight and fight against. Because once we get disrupted, oh, now I see it, now I realize it, I feel it, and then I look to go against it. So that's where Hub is just getting started here with soul dismantling and his son, or not his son, but his nephew who goes to live with them who becomes their son in essence that they father they become the two uncles the father for this nephew who was left for nothing because his mom didn't want him anymore and he felt abandoned and then finds love with these guys and he is the big real disruption amidst all this other disruption because he brings love meaning purpose back into all the stuff that he said i don't have anymore Mm -hmm. and he has one now he has someone to bring up and to father and isn't hub really a picture of who we all want to kind of be he's kind of like the william wallace also you know he's got that umph in him he's like he's going to fight for you he's going to fight for the freedom he's going to fight for those around him he's going to fight for his nephew you know and bring him alive and okay if you want to be fathered i want to father and they just kind of get together it's this wonderful crazy family that is just a beautiful picture of three kind of lost souls finding themselves in a much larger story coming together. And it's thank you, it's very well said. It, and it's that allowing yourself to be dismantled that impacts everyone else around you, right? If Hub doesn't step into the role of being the uncle, which he relentlessly, he, uh, I can't say the word, relentless. Re, well, reluctantly. Not, reluctantly, reluctantly, thank you. Reluctantly does later in the show. He gives in. But wow, everybody's impacted. And you look at that and you look at it, the dismantling is the the key to the healthy life that goes beyond. Yeah. Right. That's when the the scene later on where the uh, blanket comes off and they have that big hug and that big moment. That's kind of like that's the culmination of, okay, they've gotten through it all and the healing really now starts. Yeah. But you had said something, Sam, that I think really is like critical to the whole deal is what's getting dismantled is Hub's orphan spirit, which, by the way, was what was getting dismantled in Luke as well. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not in this alone. There is a larger, you know, all those things, but I love what you had sent us all a text talking about that. Yeah, yeah, at the core, when you get down to it, all the dismantling comes back to getting rid of the orphan spirit in your life. Mm-hmm. And I kept trying to think of an example in my life, and there's been a lot of dismantling and a lot more to go. It always gets back to the orphan spirit. Mm-hmm. you know. And we talked a little bit before the show. What makes it hard is sometimes God will allow good things to get dismantled because they're not healthy things, mm-hmm. right? And the healthy thing is what he's really after, that healthy relationship, that healthy relationship with you and him. And sometimes those good things get in the way, don't they, Darren? Yeah, I mean, you know, a a wonderful relationship with, you know, a a beautiful person might be a really good thing. However, 
it may be getting in the way of the intimacy that you need with God. It may be getting in the way of the healing that, that God wants to deliver for you um, and that your heart really wants and needs as well. And so God will systematically remove things, people, um, situations from your life, and uh, he will also systematically put things in your way, you know, and, and that's the disruption. But um, I was – yeah, that, that orphan spirit part of that's what's getting dismantled, right? Mm-hmm. We become something that we think the world will like. We, we put on that false self, and that false self basically says, I'm in this thing on my own. I, I, I have nobody to protect me. I've got to protect myself. I've got to put on this false self. I've got to become whatever the world wants me to become, whatever my mate wants me to become, whatever my friends think I should become. And we begin to do that, and we live that way for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so it takes a while for God to dismantle that, not because he's not powerful, but because he's kind. He doesn't want to just rip the Band-Aid off and rip all your skin off in the process, right? Um, nobody likes that doctor, but he's kind, and so he's going to take his time. And, yes, we get impatient. I'm super impatient. Um, you know, there's been a lot of dismantling going on in my life recently. And, and you know, it was basically I had said, I don't want it. I, I And, you know, I was that guy that we talked about. I don't want it. And, and said, no, I would rather die. And then I started thinking about the community of people that I live in, my, my son, my daughter, my wife my grandsons, my granddaughters, you guys, um, and what the world misses if I give up. Um, And that may sound really arrogant, but if the Spirit of God is in me, Mm -hmm. and if the glory of God is alive in me, then when I take myself out of the world, then I'm also taking a part of God out of the world. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I had to come to grips with that and be willing to put up with the dismantling to get on to the healing. Absolutely. I, I agree 100, 100% with what you said. I want to take a little bit different look at the same situation from a different angle. Sometimes for me that dismantling looks more along the lines of what I put my trust in more than God. Everything. You know, <laughs> it, it may not. I may not see it as what the world wants me to see, but mm-hmm. you know, maybe I put my trust in my finances, mm-hmm. or I put my trust in another relationship, mm-hmm. or into a friendship, and I start treating that sh- friendship with more priority than I treat my relationship with God, and I allow it to get in the way. You know, before I knew you guys, I had a really good friend I walked with a lot of years in this message, but I started to rely on that relationship and friendship and the conversations there more than I did. The conversations with God, and re- and rely on God for answers, and, and that relationship was taken away. Not that God took it away, but it, He allowed it to happen, right? And it was very devastating, but it was very healthy in the long run. Mm-hmm. As much as I missed my friend, I needed to get righted and corrected. We talked a little bit before the show what we see as dismantling. If we were the ones doing it, we would see it as course correction, Rodney. Is I think the term that you used. Right, that we would see it as writing something that's wrong. But because it's happening to us, it feels like dismantling. And that's really what needs to happen is we need to get that course righted and to get dismantled and get to that place where we can be a, in a position to be healed and restored 
and the impact of the others is, is just amazing what God does with that. And we're going to talk about this more on the show after this, but if you listen to us on the radio, you can't hear us unless you go to masculinejourney.org and download the podca- podcast, not podcast. Or the podcast. Podcast called After Hours of Masculine Journey. And next week, we're going to talk about healing. That's all we're talking about is healing next week. <laughs> not right. restoration, just healing. Go to masculinejourney.org to register for the boot camp coming up April 2nd through 5th. Spots are filling fast. Please go register now. <laughs>